Hi, parents. Welcome to today's podcast. It's about behaviors, but specifically about school refusal and the emotions that are driving the behavior of refusing school. Have a good listen. Hello, and welcome to Parenting Post-Wilderness, your guide to parenting struggling teens. I'm your host, Beth Hillman, a mom of five boys, including a post-wilderness teen and a life coach for parents. I will guide you on how to influence lasting change by first understanding the relationship-changing power of focusing on your own behavior instead of futile attempts to control your teens. Parents, the change begins with us. Hey, parents. Today, we're going to talk about the things our children say, specifically like school refusal. Let's talk about that for a sec. What is really going on when people say things like, I am not going to school, or when they don't do their homework, or when a child perhaps starts using their quote, like lawyer talk. I've had several clients call this, this thing that kids do when they, they turn on their lawyer talk. They, they, ha- they're, they can be very convincing and they will have all these great reasons why they should or shouldn't do something. But all of this is behavior. It, it's an action. School refusal is an action. It's, a, it's words which are an action. If I say something, I'm, I'm doing an action. And I want to express and let you guys know that it is, it's not about the school. It's not about, you know, the, the lawyer talk, whatever they're trying to convince you of or not convince you of. It's, it's not about that. It's not about the homework. It's not about the friend they want to or don't want to go hang out with. It's about feelings. People try to solve their feelings through action or inaction. So this teen who's refusing school is trying to solve for his feelings or their feelings of maybe anxiety or feeling stupid or not feeling like they belong or some kind of pressure. Maybe they are the class clown or something and they're and they're feeling pressure. They're trying to solve for an uncomfortable feeling. They don't want to feel uncomfortable anymore. And so their their body, their nervous system says, we don't know how to feel this uncomfortable feeling. So we're going to stop. We want to stop feeling it. So then the body's like, I'm not going to do that. No. Or this is why you should do this for me. This is why you should buy me this thing. Because da, 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 da. Because their body is trying to solve for itself. Our bodies are incredibly intelligent, actually. I know a lot of people talk about the monkey brain or the lizard brain, and I get that too. I get that there's this, there is a primitive brain, this autopilot brain that many times takes over, but it's smart. It's intelligent. It's trying to protect. That's what it's trying to do. It's not dumb. I think sometimes we think of the lizard brain as, you know, not not very smart. <laughs> I guess we don't think of lizards as being very smart. They're very instinctual. But 
this system that's going on is is intelligent to its own. It's not like intelligent as it's using its cognition. No, but it is intelligent for what it's been programmed to do, which is to protect and so and to keep itself safe. Now, those are very subjective words, right? Safety for one person is totally different than safety for another person. It all really comes down to homeostasis, what we're used to. And so the body will always be trying, the autopilot of our body, that that system is always trying to get us back to what we're used to. And it's crazy because some people feel very safe in anxiety. Some people very feel very safe in in like craziness, you know, no bouncing all over the place and going from one thing to another. <laughs> Speaking about myself here, some bodies feel very safe in in stillness and quiet. And so, whatever that is for you, depending on your experience, depending on your family of origin, depending on what's happened to you, all of that informs your physiology, informs that nervous system, and tells it what it what is safe and what is not. And many times, many times, uncomfortable feelings feel unsafe. We feel an emotional unsettling because very few of us, if not any of us, were ever taught that feelings, whether they be positive or negative, are okay. But that's a whole nother, a whole nother podcast. But you can feel angry and not take it out on anyone. And there's just nothing wrong with anger. If if you don't react from the anger, if you just feel the anger, it's not a problem. But all of our lives we've been being taught that these these negative emotions, these uncomfortable emotions, like we that they're dangerous, that we've got to get away from them. And so school refusal, a lot of times, for the most part, is really what your teens are saying or is I don't know what to do in in this situation. I feel so uncomfortable. I cannot stand it anymore. And so then then they refuse. So whatever is going on for them, they're they're not even aware of even maybe the feelings that they're feeling at school. They just know school sucks. They just know that they feel awful there. That's that's what's computing. That's what's being that's what they're aware of. They don't understand and aren't, aren't even yet taught that they're feeling something and therefore their body is is creating a solution. Hey, you feel uncomfortable? Okay, well, don't go. That's what their body is saying to them. So as parents, it's really tricky because we know how important school is. But then we get super emotional and fearful. And our fear response, our reaction is, you have to go to school. We have a very difficult time sometimes as parents trying to see what's under or beneath or behind that action, that behavior, that refusal. We have a really hard time seeing beyond that behavior because it's it's alerting <laughs> in, to our nervous system, uh, Houston, we have a problem. And then we go into our fear response and then we we move or we decide or direct ourselves from fear instead of understanding. It's really complicated. So what we need to do is first deal with our own 
fear response. It can be as simple as, um, okay, I'm going to get back to you on that. <laughs> I mean, it can be sometimes I know we feel like, well, I've got to get into school now, but let's say they're like really, really refusing. Like they've dug in their heels. Okay. You're not going to pick them up. At least I hope you're not going to pick them up and throw them in the car. Don't do that. I would seriously, and I mean it, I would take some space, right? And, or if it's not happening in the moment, you can take the space in that, not in that moment and really dig into your own feelings of how do I feel when my teen refuses school? I feel upset. I feel so frustrated. I feel like I don't know what I want to do. I feel like they're going to do this forever. I think they're going to hide in the basement forever. I think that um, I'm going to give up, you know, they're going to, um, they're going to walk all over me. And I want you to really become aware of all that fear response. And I want you to notice it. I want you to observe it. I want you to dig it up. I want you to be able to ask yourself, what else? What else is in there? And and really dig up the fear. I'm afraid of this. I don't know what to do here. And you're going you're gonna to really bring it to the surface. You're going to make it conscious. And then you're going to feel your own uncomfortableness about it. You're going to be able to feel that fear. That fear cannot hurt you. It's not there to harm you if you just feel it instead of react from it. I'm going to be talking about this a lot because it's so important to be able to process through our own feelings, our own fear, allow it, accept it. What that literally means, and, I, and we're, I'm going to get into this too, but what that really looks like is what does fear feel like in my body? And really feel the fear. Get out of your head and go into your body in this awareness of what does it feel like? And it might feel hot. It might feel uh, like, a, like a vibration. It, it might feel intense. It might feel like an object. Whatever it is, go to it. Physically feel it. And when you can do that, when you allow that fear, when you allow that frustration, when you allow all of that, and you literally could say to yourself, this is one of my favorite things. I feel fear and it's okay. I feel frustrated and it's okay. I feel like I don't know what to do and it's okay. And you're just allowing, you're accepting. And when that happens, because emotions are energy on a journey, they just want to be acknowledged and felt. When you do that and breathe, possibly go on a walk, those are the two most helpful things you can physically do while you're choosing to feel. And then you can come to a place and there's just a little shift. You're just looking for this little shift of, okay, now that I've accepted and allowed my feelings, breathing, possibly going on a walk, so helpful. There's going to be this, a little bit of a shift to, oh, my teen is expressing, he's trying to, they are trying to express something. They actually are feeling something, but they don't know how to express that. And so they're, they're doing this ultimatum or they're, they're doing this refusal. I refuse. And so we want to be able to go back to our teens, go back to our children 
and help them express what they're feeling. And we can do that by asking, asking great questions. Well, how do you feel when you're at school? What does it look like at school? Now, they may or may not be able to, to express back, or they might choose to not. But that perspective shift for us as parents, it, it brings an understanding instead of judgment. It brings in love instead of fear. And that is a much, that is just such a much more beautiful place to, to decide from or to move from, to figure out, okay, like what, what are we going to do about this? We want to come from a place of honoring our feelings, honoring our teens' feelings, but also understanding that they are trying to solve for themselves. Well, I'm not going to school. Okay. Right? We don't want to start convincing that they have to go to school. We want to try to open up a dialogue of what's going on for you while you're at school. What are some things that you're feeling? What are some things that are happening? What are some things that people are saying? What are some people things that are people are doing? Now, that may not get your kid to school that day. But that's why we have boundaries in place. Hey, you know what? No school, no electronics. Something like that. Like we can boundaries is a whole nother, a whole nother podcast. But we want to have boundaries around behaviors, but but that's just like the surface. We want to be able to to dig in and see that there's emotions underneath every human's behaviors. There are things underneath. We want to be looking for that. That will really encourage so much more understanding for your children. And instead of responding from fear, which I know, I know we do, but if, if we can choose understanding instead or after our, our, we've processed through our fear, it will go so much better. So yes, we want to have boundaries around school. Yes, definitely. We also want to have understanding about this refusal thing. It, it's a behavior that we do want to have a boundary around, but it's it's not what we're dealing with. We, we don't want to have a conversation of, well, why are you refusing school? They, they're not going to be able to answer that. We want to understand, well, how, those back to those questions. How do you feel about school? How do you feel when you're there? Do you feel like you belong? And we want to try and just connect and really have some empathy and some compassion that our children and our teens are trying to communicate something when they refuse school. All right. That's what I have for you today. More on that later. Thanks so much. Hey there. Thank you for joining me today. If you know a struggling parent, please share this with them. If you have any questions or want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Beth Hillman Coaching or through my website, BethHillmanCoaching.com. And remember, parents, the change begins with us.